but yo, this Rihanna and Markel, they been talking shit about who take care Guys, how you doing? Uh, this is a lovely episode of Ronnie and Markel hey, Make a wait, Podcast. Wait, no, uh, with, <laughs> don't worry, Ronnie. We didn't. Hear, we were sitting here talking about an unnamed rapper uh, who is no longer rapping, uh, and Ronnie is afraid to mention his name due to the fact that he thinks that he's going to get his boys to come and beat wait, him up. Wait, you really pressed? You really pressed the record? Button? I pressed the record button, but I didn't catch the name. Jesus, oh, okay. you can, you you'll all live. Right. It's all okay, right. There we go. Uh, all I'm gonna say is he has a son. <laughs> no, uh, so you just hold on to that. Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast Show. Uh, this is actually episode number 40. 40. Jesus. Wow. It's Live the same now. age as you. I'm not 40. Jesus. Years, 40 years old? I'm how's not how's life at 40? Uh, it's a lot of uh, Ben Gay and uh, bonbons, oh, peppermints. Bonbons? Yeah, <laughs> you're really old. Mothballs. <laughs> yeah, we know you old now. You're talking about bonbons <laughs> like fucking uh, Peggy from Married with Children. <laughs> Guys, this is actually uh, one of our uh, episodes we wanted to record. We have a ton of guests coming up um, in the next couple of weeks just because, again, we're always trying to give you guys uh, better and better things each time. We don't want you to just hear us talk, but we want to be able to reach out and talk to people who are out in the industry because, hey, look, we love the comic industry. We love books. We love everything pop culture. So we want you to be able to meet some of your favorite people. So we've been out there hustling and, like, working our asses off is to get people uh, to come and talk to us uh, just for you guys. So, again. Not, not, not to mention we want to meet them also. We so. want to meet them as well. So, it's a win-win situation so right there. we keep up in the ante for you guys. We're going to up the ante again for you. Who we got coming up uh, this uh, in the next couple of weeks? We have uh, some stars from uh, the comic book Chew, both the writer and uh, the artist uh, for that. Uh, he's done some other things, but uh, you're going to have to wait until the next episode for that. The next um, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the right? I, that? I, I think so. <laughs> yes, as you can tell, guys, we still cannot afford uh, to put in any clips from actual uh, music companies. So, uh, Dre, if you want to throw us a, a bone here and you know hook us up, oh, we, he, he could definitely throw. We know us. you got some of that beats money, Dre. Don't <laughs> try to act like you ain't got none. Um, but anyway, he, you know he forgot about Dre. Oh, you don't want to. Oh wait, no. Nah. Anyway, segue. Um, so, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Man, listen, this past, like, two weeks has been crazy. Like, we've been to a toy convention, uh, which was the Five Points Festival that came up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We were VIP at the Five Points oh, Festival. Oh, so sorry. What, please, sir, please tell me what that VIP remember, got you. Remember we saw that huge, giant line to get in, and I was like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> I'm VIP. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We got a chance to skip the line because we were VIP. That uh, 
that 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 pass didn't really do much this year but we still like the five points festival we met a lot of amazing people all different kinds of artists uh we met uh we actually met up again with the uh cast or writers and creators of the uh, black comic book and all of the entire like black universe it's pretty awesome uh, they're going to be coming up once again as guests on our show if you remember a couple episodes back uh we got a chance to talk to them or i got a chance to talk to them at the forbidden planet comic book store over in new york uh but we're actually going to have a full-fledged episode with these guys uh yeah, talking that, about their now, books now it's going to be pretty awesome because i'll actually be there so you know well they were, they were like oh my god where were you before i was like well i was busy i had to fit you guys into my schedule oh so, you, uh, you was hanging out with Nicki minaj and yeah, 50 cent yeah, and all the other stars star, so i'm back now so oh, okay so now i got time to interview the guys from black you don't know not a <laughs> damn one of the people he acting <laughs> like he knows somebody you don't know nobody <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it, we, we went out there. It was a great experience. We actually got a lot of content that we're going to share with you guys online. Um, if you do follow us on social media, you've already seen a sneak peek of it. Uh, but some of the, a lot of the footage that we got uh, is going to be used towards our up-and-coming YouTube page. We know we've talked about it, but hey, we, we're on the ground and we're getting it done. And we're currently uh, right now doing uh, some of the video edits for that. So stay tuned for that in the next couple of weeks. Um, with that said, let's jump right into the show. We got a freak ton of uh like movie news here with the ones that i think are gonna suck or the or the exciting let's let's go with the you know the ones that you think suck let's go with that uh i hate to do this but uh i'm gonna start with bumblebee you're gonna start with bumblebee i'm gonna start with bumblebee nothing wrong with bumblebee but transformers franchise that don't at this point is as confused as a version on his first time (laughs) it's like (laughs) They don't know what they want to do with this, this series anymore. So now we get a Bumblebee prequel. If you guys aren't aware yet, you might already be aware. If you listen to this podcast, uh, there is actually a Bumblebee trailer out uh, for the f- Bumblebee that's coming up. It comes out this year, doesn't it? Yeah, Christmas, yeah. I believe. Christmas, yeah. Uh, I don't know why it wants to compete with another movie we're going to talk about, which is Spider-Man. But okay, whatever. Let's do it. Um, but your thoughts on the trailer, good sir? Well, I actually like the trailer. That's that's the problem. I watched the trailer and I'm like, this looks like it's actually pretty good. I mean, they might be getting me because I am a fan of Haley Seinfeld, who's what, the star of the movie. Looks yeah. like John Cena is actually a bad guy in the movie, which is a little twist. What did you I, think he was going to be, I Mark did, Wahlberg? I, yeah, I thought he was going to be some incarnation of Mark Wahlberg again. Well, there's a there's you you can't totally say he can't be because. Yes, you could be. If you think about like the army people from the other from movies, first you know, first glance of the trailer looks like he's he's got that guy. mean mug look. He looks like a soldier. He's, yeah. he's already got the haircut, so it's fine. Um, I I think it looked decent as well. I'm I had some questions about it, and again, this is just the first trailer, so you know we're gonna speculate like crazy. But um, I had some questions about it because. One thing I did notice is that she put a tape deck in him, so I'm not really sure if that means that this movie is set like 80s, 90s. Yeah, it's supposed to be before the first movie. Okay, so this with is a- Shia LaBeouf. Okay, so which, which to me, first off, doesn't make sense because if we remember the first Transformers movie, Bumblebee has been like kind of hiding and humble, like he's not this warrior robot, and now suddenly he is. So. Well, okay. it, it does kind of make sense because maybe there was... I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to give him a benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say maybe 
again, there's stories that we don't know. If, if, if anyone knows, like most stories start in the second act, so there's always a first act that you don't really know, and that's what usually turns into prequels and you know the untold stories and shit like that. So, um, I'm I'm all for like when people want to tell good stories beforehand. Um, yeah, but we're talking about the Transformers the, franchise. The, the problem I have is that if they were gonna do it early, like. Why didn't we just go ahead and go with the voice and then have him lose the voice at some point? Like, it could be that. Like, you could easily do that. My, my, my biggest fear is that this movie is a success. Mm. And that's because if it's a success, we know that we're going to get another Transformers movie. You and mean that you- last one, whether it be a prequel, well, hopefully it would be another prequel. Because if it was anything like that, The Last Night, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Yeah, the last night we ever see a Transformers movie is what we want to hear. I haven't seen... That movie has so much inconsistency with its own story, it's crazy. But uh, But let's say Cybertron, but Cybertron's dead. Wait, what? Wait, you bring Cybertron to Earth. Wait, but I thought Cybertron was... What? So maybe Bumblebee will be able to salvage this franchise. I I think that they should have stopped at the second movie. Personally, I'm gonna go ahead but, and put uh, it out there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take your your number because I'm pretty sure you've brought this up a million times on the show in life everything. I'm gonna go ahead and call it right now. There is going to be a cameo from Optimus Prime. It's oh, already it's no. we're gonna love it. We're all gonna be like, oh my god, it's Optimus Prime because the franchise cannot survive without Optimus Prime. Um, you know that's it's 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 not really a cool thing if he's not there. Think about all the movies that they've had where it's just like, oh, he's only in, like, half of it. The movie kind of trails until he gets into the movie. The the movie, I feel like it reels you in, or more so reels your wallet in, Mm -hmm. because it has the same look and feel as the original first movie. That's how they they get you to get you in. Listen, man, just so you know, Hollywood has a... You you, you have kids. my, My nieces and nephews. You... You know for a fact how formula works, right? Oh, you basically definitely. got the, the little canister of Similac or whatever, and you put it in there. Hollywood has been able to manufacture nostalgia just like that. Add a little water to it, shake it up, and stick it in the audience's mouths, and boom. You got a little taste of nostalgia because you're like, hmm, it's just like the first one. Yep. I swear to you, I said this time and time again when it comes to these Transformers movies. Ever since, like, the third one, these movies have been nothing but, like, being in an an abusive relationship. It's like you broke up with the person first time because they broke your nose, and you broke up, and it's like, I'm never going back to him. And then they show you something, and it's like, oh, he's looking good. He's doing great. He went to rehab. You know, every they got dinosaurs. I guess I can go back. I guess I can go back. (laughs) It'll be better this time. And then you got fucking the last night. And they got another Bumblebee movie. They got a Bumblebee movie, and people are like, I'm not going back. Mm-mm, not like, again. Uh, I guess I can check this. I mean, we're all along for this shitty ride. I mean, <laughs> come on. It, once you once I get invested in, like, uh, a movie series that has sequels, I feel like even if it's terrible, I'm along for the ride. I just might go on discount day. All I'm going to say is that I know this is a sad truth, Um but they're going to get more money, whether it be on Tuesday when it's half price or if it's <laughs> yeah. on Friday. They're going to get more money because I'm a nerd and I and curiosity. I'm curious. curious to know, does it suck? Because you can't say it sucks unless you've seen it. You don't want that fear of missing out, that FOMO. You don't want that. 
but yeah, I mean, I honestly think that based on the first trailer, and this is just the first trailer, we haven't really got too much of the synopsis, that it looks decent enough. It feels like they might be trying to start things over, uh, tell some prequel stories. Uh, speaking of prequel stories uh, that are unnecessary, um, I got a chance to see Solo um, from Star Wars, and I know everybody's been bashing it online. I'm going to go ahead and just say really quick, I don't think the movie was bad. My only issue, not being a huge Star Wars fan, but just like knowing the characters, my only issue was I felt like he was way too optimistic. Like, unless there, I think this movie. He was Domino? Like, well, no, it wasn't. Well, not even Domino. It was more like I met, the, I met Harrison Ford. I've seen young Harrison Ford because if people remember, the Star Wars came out in like the fucking 70s. But I've seen young Harrison Ford and I see this guy and I'm like, okay, he can kind of play him. And I feel like this movie is really banking on a part two to give you, oh, that's how he becomes the the solo that we know. That's that's what that on my only like critique on it. and of course the villain, just like any listen, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a pointer to any villain. I know the Star Wars is a fake universe, but if any any actors who play villains in the movies, I'm gonna tell you right now. Do not fucking trust your second in command. It just does not work. Darth Vader killed the Empire, uh, fucking Emperor. Kylo Ren killed Snoke. And spoilers: the the the, the chicken this movie, Kyrie kills uh, Paul Bettany's character. They always fucking turn because they realize that the guy that's in charge is stupid. Is stupid, arrogant, too too hot headed, or whatever it is, and they wind up dying. Well, you which know is what? now I might actually go and watch this movie because. Me still having a bad taste in my mouth from the Last Jedi. Uh, I said, "Fuck Star Wars movies," because you can't hand me a bowl of shit and expect me to eat it. <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, I guess now on Tuesday, discount day, I guess I might go check out Han Solo." Now. I I agree. I think it's definitely worth it. Right now, the movie is struggling. Uh, it's definitely not going to recoup the money that is made. Because well, I'm telling you, it's the backlash from the Last Jedi. People are still pissed off. So half the half the nerds that normally would go and watch this. Probably didn't go see it. Here's what I here's here's my thought on that too is is the fact that I saw the trailer and I said, okay, I did I didn't exactly. I didn't get excited and go oh my god the movie I always wanted was this no that no that's Mission Impossible that's the one I'm excited for that's the one I'm like a it's little damn, school girl like it's the damn trailer in the music the tra- get down with the system but the movies are good I mean you've yeah, seen the still, other ones they're, they're consistent really good. They I just consistent. hope that Tom Cruise kind of takes it down a notch so he'll be alive to keep making them. <laughs> he's getting a little carried away with this. I saw like some stunt he did in midair. He jumped out of a plane, and they were saying like, Put a string. They were saying like, you know, if not done correctly, this could like literally break your neck or he's, something. He's now an adrenaline junkie, so <laughs> yeah. you can't really stop Tom Cruise at this point. Um, I feel like the only thing he hasn't done yet, which I think at some point he's probably Marvel, going Marvel to. Marvel DC, Marvel of DC, Marvel of DC. No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I, I'm talking about within the Mission Impossible universe is get shot for real. Oh, okay. I'm like, like I'm, I thought you meant join it. He's got to join one. He doesn't have to pick a side. I would love to ask him that question in person. Marvel of DC, Tom. He's going to laugh and go, <laughs> I like them both. I like them, I like them all. You know, I'm going to be like, okay, so Marvel then. <laughs> yeah, it's like to Marvel. Okay, you seem happy. You should, you should probably go to Marvel. Um, but speaking of uh, Marvel and DC, uh, look at that segue. 
Um, Diana Nelson. Uh, that may, name may not sound familiar because, let's face it, uh, other than on us as nerds, a lot of us don't really pay attention to like who's really behind these things, who are the execs in the rooms making the big decisions, unless they were like a famous name like Dan DiDio, uh, Jim Lee, Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige know you know, some of those bigger ones. But like somebody like Diana Nelson uh, has been around with DC Entertainment for 22 years. And after 22 long and pretty tough years, she has actually decided to resign but, uh, from there. But, but tell the audience why she's resigning. She's resigning because she went and bought a ticket to see Infinity Wars. And she realized that they produced Justice League, and she said, you know what? I'm fucking done. We can't top this. No, I'm done. I'm resigning. I don't think she threw in the towel because she saw their movies. Because she does DC Entertainment, so she does a little bit of everything from products to just everything. So... If she shows up in... If she shows up in the Marvel offices, I will laugh. Listen, we've already had that happen once this year where somebody defected from Marvel. We're talking about you, Bendis, uh, and went over to DC. So it would not be so bad if, uh, honestly, Marvel doesn't need to help. Yeah, I was going to say, Marvel got enough good writers and artists that losing Bendis wasn't the end of the world. I'm pretty sure they were pissed, but okay. We're going to be okay. And let's just face it, he's probably already done, like, the rest of the year of comics. And then... You know, they're like, okay, in twenty by twenty nineteen, and we should be able to use uh, the other but artists. They, that we they have. just move their chess pieces around. That's why they got Dan Slott doing Fantastic Four and Iron Man. And they have a new um, person. Um, was it uh, chief the uh, chief officer there? Which is a uh, I don't know. I remember his first name. Uh, Chibalski. Oh, he, they don't know the other yeah. guys. Axel Axel Alonso. Nope. Uh, well, he's still there. He's just not the, the head guy in charge. So a lot of changes are happening both with both companies. Um, so we'll yeah, see what but, that does. But the difference is they're switching them around. She just left. She left. She like, I can't so, do this, boy. Uh, what's it? The Hollywood Reporter was actually the one who broke this news. So we're just following up on that um, or, or piggy, piggybacking on that. And pretty much what we got from the article was that um, she left, you know, due to some type of family thing because she took a leave of absence a few months ago, and then she just basically like, yeah, I'm not coming back from this leave of absence. So let's let's say that leave of absence could have been her developing something on the side, or her leave of absence was so serious that it's like there's no way I could focus on running some make believe shit. I'm gonna tell you what her her leave of absence is some complete bullshit. What it really is is she like, <laughs> man, we can't compete with what Marvel doing right now. I'm out of here. So Peace you out, guys. But I'm gonna give y'all the regular uh yeah i gotta leave because of like opportunities and blah 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 and all that crap yeah well it could definitely be that we should not know at this point but um going over since we're talking about comics we're gonna switch over to marvel for a second because you know they always got something going on but we only got one thing in the news for them which is they dropped the new spider-man uh spider-verse trailer uh with young miles morales and peter parker which I was actually like, what did what? What's your thoughts on this trailer? I know, I know, I'm a huge Spider-Man nerd, so I'm gonna try to deep dive into it. But I wanted to get your thoughts first. Uh, I like it. I'm always kind of particular with animation styles, but I gotta say, I actually like this style. You like oh the style? My I was surprised. I had to look in the mirror, like, really, Ronnie? Because normally I just like the little, you know, bubbly styles, like the uh, what's the chick the. Uh, princess in the universe. Uh, what's the, the Disney cartoon? I forget the name of uh, it now. Princess and the Frog? Uh, no, 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 no. There's a, there's a new one, but but you know what I mean. Like I, You know the art styles that I like. You like cartoony, like the traditional yeah, 2D. Yeah, so when I, I was like, 
I like this. And the like fact Pixar? that they have uh, Jake Johnson doing the voice of Peter Parker. They already got my money. <laughs> I, You know what it is? Is I honestly could say that I don't really know from a comic book standpoint where this story is coming directly from. But it looks like they're doing a little mix of different things. And I feel like it could work. Like, this trailer worked out really well because I love the bit about um, his, his uh, Miles' dad uh, and he's walking into school and he's like, Oh, and he's like, Say uh, you, so you love me. Say you love me. And he's right in front of school, like, Dad, are you serious? And like, then he does the siren, like, Say it. <laughs> it's like, wow, that is some embarrassing shit, man. Like, so I, I, I see that the Marvel humor is there, even though, but let's also remember, this is not a MCU project this is a sony marvel class i'm gonna tell you subliminally what this is this is subliminally putting miles morales in your head so in the future years when marvel brings him to the big screen you already know who he is so you don't have to spend too much time on uh giving you a brand new origin synopsis so what you're saying is they're gonna they're gonna actually successfully pull a dc which is i'm going to give you two of the same character because we've already confirmed in homecoming that Miles Morales exists um, because, let's face it, and, the Prowler doesn't have any other nephews. think about how easily, like right now, we got Tony Stark, who's the mentor to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And if Tom Holland stays on and they make, like, let's say two or three films with him, let's say down the line, he's older, they introduce Miles Morales, and now he's the mentor to someone else. Well, also, in, in this trailer, there's so much because... It's, it's, it's funny you brought up that relationship because it seems that even the animation and Sony and Marvel's new relationship is taking a page out of their out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe book because Peter Parker is basically like his mentor. He's teaching him how to be Spider-Man in this particular situation. It's like it's homecoming again where they're, you know, this new kid has been bitten by a spider or whatever. The only difference is, of course, like Spider-Man was already Spider-Man and then he met Tony Stark or whatever and got with, you know, got with him. But... This is kind of interesting. They're giving you something slightly different. They're giving you a little bit of Spider-Man uh, mixed with the, with, with uh, the original Ultimate Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Because if you remember in the comics, his dad wasn't a cop. His oh, dad yeah, was actually yeah, yeah. like a former criminal, just like his, uh, his uncle. But this is, this is Marvel and Disney as well. So we're not trying to make this black man be no fucking criminal <laughs> yeah. and his brother be no criminal. Exactly. So I kind of feel like, okay, Disney, you cleaning they, that shit up. I see the you. Research. They're like, we're not, no, we're not going down. You were not going down. So that we route. can get any kind of backlash. Nah, we ain't going that route. I do think uh, it, that movie is definitely going to have a lot of humor in it. Cause uh, Phil Lore, who's the guy that wrote the script, he's also responsible for 22 jump street, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, 21 jump street and the Lego movie. Ooh! So they, wow. I, I feel, Lord so has, I feel has like got they're gonna my have a lot, a lot of uh, humor in there. Speaking of which, is Phil Lord responsible for our next uh, trailer? Uh, we're gonna talk about Lego Movie Two. Are they? Is is he Chris and Phil Lord? Uh, uh, was it Chris Miller and Phil Lord? Yeah, I actually don't think he did the second Lego Movie though. Ah, no. okay. Well. Uh, just, just going, just going to that real quick. Um, there was a another trailer. Like, guys, 
this week has been crazy. These last two weeks for for movies, there's been a shit ton of trailers. Um, so we're just kind of like going through each one, just kind of giving you our thoughts on them. And honestly, it's it's just been we're looking forward to 2019 and the end of this year because it just looks I, like it's going to be really great. Thing. How much money does Chris Pratt have? This guy has been on a roll. <laughs> I'm just thinking like Lego Movie 2, Jurassic World, Infinity Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> He's a movie star. Wow. This he is, is Andy Dwyer from Parks Andy and Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec is a legit movie star now. Like he's doing voiceovers, he's doing cartoons. He, I wonder when he's driving around in his car, is he playing that song by Fat Joe? I'm all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> like he could be. I mean, honestly, you follow him on Instagram. He's he's a really down down to earth guy, and he seems pretty cool. He seems like. It's funny because he seems like the adult version of Andy now. He's like, oh, Andy's grown up and, like, lost some weight and, you know, finally getting out there and getting his career together. So it's like he's, he's continuing that life. Huge fan of Parks and Rec, and I would love to see a reunion of that. So uh, guys at NBC work on that shit because I, I need that. I just love that show. Um, but, yeah, going really big, uh, quick back to Spider-Man. Um, honestly, I, I, I love the, the new trailer. Uh, again, it gave us a lot in terms of the movie. If you notice, at the end of it, you had Gwen Stacy, which... Oh, yeah. That's a bit, one of the biggest things. I yes. Forgot, like, freaking Gwen Stacy. So, God, let me... Let, let's, let's, just, let's just look at that for a second. How did a story that was, to me, kind of like a what-if story just become canon? Gwen, the, the, was that the, Jason Latour who created that Yeah, character? Jason Latour and uh, Bobby Rodriguez. Like, those two guys have created something that is now becoming canon. Like, now Gwen Stacy being one of the spider people, which is so funny because they talk about that in the trailer. It's just like, how many Spider-Men is it? And it's yeah. just like, oh, go to a Comic-Con. It'll be, you know, you'll, you'll see a lot of them. I if we'll ever get a Gwen Stacy, uh, not Gwen Stacy, uh, if we'll ever get a Spider-Gwen movie. Mm. Come on, Ronnie. <laughs> I know the answer, but I'm just you, <laughs> you know what that answer is already because just just face just face facts. She's not in this movie for nothing. That's she, why I said Miles Morales isn't in this movie for nothing. They're, this is how like the subliminal hypnotizing machine works. You put these characters in front of you. <laughs> not, you like them? You don't like them? We got you. Coincidentally, I wonder if this movie may even get a sequel. I, I guarantee you this. I feel right now, before it happens, that we are going to get... We already know, you know, MJ or Michelle or whatever the hell they want to call her in the, in the MCU exists. But she's not with Spider-Man yet. By part two, pretty sure she's going to break out of her shell. That actress is already becoming older, so she's going to be even more beautiful. So she's going to, like, have that, like... Oh no, I'm no longer like, you know, the the kid that no one likes and now I'm going to start dressing beautiful, but now Peter's going to probably notice her. Uh or not, you know, cuz he's a he's a nerd. Um and we we focus on other things like, I don't know, being a superhero. Um <laughs> but that that I feel like that's going to happen and at some point we might actually get another Gwen Stacy in the MCU universe. Maybe not a maybe not a uh what you call it? Maybe not the the, the what's it? Gwen Spider-Man? I can't even well, remember the name. A uh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Sorry. I actually like the first Gwen Stacy we had. I mean, uh what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard. She was a yeah. go- a gorgeous. She uh, was beautiful, Gwen, but that so was pretty much it. She's I like Emma Watson. She's gone on to uh Jurassic World now. That is her, isn't it? Yep. 
Oh just my a god! Different color hair. Wow, she's. Well, I mean, she's the daughter of Ron Howard, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not uh, saying that that's her career. I'm just saying that's not like, her career. You know. She's holding her own. Um, you know, doing stupid things like getting caught up with these goddamn dinosaurs. How many times do we have to? I'm just gonna go on a quick little rant on the Jurassic Park world. How many times do we have to keep splicing and messing around with the goddamn dinosaurs <laughs> till we realize uh, stop it, messing with the just genetics? Like, uh, Mission Impossible. I'm excited for that one too. Like a little school girl. I actually like the the first. Uh, you Jurassic got a goddamn world dinosaur made, in this so. movie who can open doors now. Like, what do you need? You need a, a what do you? You need a dinosaur who can talk good, and like speak good, different good languages. Franchise. Like those movies make me remember that I come from a time period with big epic movies. Okay. Like Spielberg is still still the man. Ready Player One was good. Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, I I feel like you know we're gonna wait. That's coming up very soon, isn't it? It's like two weeks away from Jurassic Park, isn't I it? I think so. Yeah, it's not too far Jurassic away because we got this. So. Well, as we record this podcast, uh, this is gonna uh, drop this week. But by the time you hear it, uh, Ocean's Eight should be out with Sandra Bullock and the rest of the cast. Looks good, pretty good. I'm I'm already sold. Yeah, June twenty second. June twenty second. Okay, so in two weeks. Uh, oh, next I'm definitely week. Going to oh wait, see, what's next uh, week? Ocean next week is skyscraper, Eight. right? Is that skyscraper? I think next week is uh, skyscraper. There's just too many starting to come out to even oh, keep Oh, yeah, track. they're just rolling now. And then you're going to get Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible and... is unfortunately not until July. Oh, okay. It's not until like the end of July. Wait, is it close to Ant-Man? It's like July. No, no. Uh, Ant-Man's the beginning of the month. Ant-Man's oh. like July uh, 6th. Oh, are we going to get that 4th of July money? What yeah. you talking about? All right. That's that 4th Mission of July. Mission Impossible is like July 28th. Okay. All right. Well, that makes uh, sense. It's a... Uh, all right, well, um, let's see. What else we got here? The, think, uh, the last uh, thing we got. Did we talk about Upgrade? We did not talk about Upgrade. We're going we're gonna to probably take it home with talking about Upgrade. Um, we, Me and Ronnie got a chance to watch Upgrade with uh, Lee Wynell. That was a pretty good movie. I'm not going to lie. That was definitely yeah. a, a – it was a mixture of a bunch of movies that you've probably seen before. But – I'll just say my favorite thing about that movie was the fact that I did not expect to laugh. The kill scenes. The kill scenes were and, amazing. And, yes. <laughs> Freaking like gunshot to the know, face. I don't even know if I would spoil any of those for anyone who No, man, you just need movie. to go see it because you're not expecting them at if all. If you like blood and guts, if you like Saw, you'll like Upgrade. That's, I think that's that's fair I, enough. That's a perfect review of it. I, I think that that is because uh, because Lee Wanell he definitely brought the gore level, and I it it's had the same look and feel of the Saw movies too. Well, that's called that's, editing and like the same cinematographer yeah. and like director of photography and stuff. I guess because like I'm like all his movies, even The Conjuring, they all kind of have that same look. So yeah, filters, my man. But uh, I would say I give that movie a one out of uh, one out of ten. What's your score? Uh, I gave it a six. <laughs> okay. And I'd say only because uh, I, I was at home the other night and I was thinking that movie reminded. First of all, when going watching it, I thought it was original, but then it reminded me of an old movie I saw from many, many years ago called Deadly Friend, which is Look a horror, up, guys. which is a horror movie by Wes Craven from back in the eighties. But it was about this girl who gets killed, and then a guy who is her friend brings her back to life using microchips from his robot. But slowly but surely, the microchips from the robot kind of start to take over the brain and the 
personality of the girl. So it's becoming less and less his friend and more of a dangerous threat to everyone around them. Which, oh, look at that. That's a good little synopsis. Oh, that's but, a nice uh, one. And this movie kind of reminded me of the same. And definitely didn't see the twist coming at the end of this movie. Like, yeah. holy shit. We won't spoil it for you, but definitely there is a, a nice little saw-like twist here. And uh, it pieced it all back together, which is really nice. Uh, Lee Wynell, thank you for continually making cult classics because I feel like this movie didn't, it came in at number six at the box office, but yeah. this definitely seems to me like a like a binge-worthy movie that's going to make its way to like DVD and do well. Yeah, it'll a do cult well classic. on DVD also. I think so. Or, God, what is it now? Video on demand or digital Stream, or everything. Or streaming. Every other streaming service on the black market that exists. Stream nowadays. the shit on your watch. You can stream <laughs> it anywhere you like. It's 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 a it's a Probably beautiful. Got world. kids in kindergarten class. Like, what are you guys doing? We're streaming upgrade. <laughs> <I'm> like what? <laughs> and then they see the scene where somebody gets get shotgun to the and face. Like, oh, freaking kids trying to take like uh, kindergarten teacher trying to take it. Like, no, give me that. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you're having a small kid, like, uh, Zoe, you can have her uh, be sitting there, and she's in the principal's office at, like, five, and it's like, did you know your daughter was watching Punisher War Journal? Like, I'd be like, yeah, she can, because she's a winner. She gets to watch whatever the hell she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think uh, for that, we're going to take it home. One last thing before we go. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on a very important casting that happened uh, with Spawn. Uh, what did you think about uh, Jamie Foxx being cast as the next Spawn? I'm excited. If I could talk to him in the same room, I would grab him by the cuff of his arm sleeve and I would just say, don't fuck this up because you were Electro." <laughs> well, I'm going to say I don't think he's going to fuck it up. And here's why. Because it's by I think it's by Blumhouse, and Blumhouse has been rocking and rolling. They got Halloween coming. They've been they they got a, they got all of these different movies. And, and then I'd still look at him as I'm leaving the room and go, "You were Electro. Just remember that he was also don't, Ray. Don't, God damn it! No one no one up. to give him, give him the credit. He's got well, Ray. Ray Charles wasn't a superhero. I, well, he, he, he was a kind of a superhero. He was a blonde. Uh, he's a superhero. He was a blonde pimp who knew how to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, that's not insulting Ray Charles. It was true. If well, you've seen, you you know, seen the movie, it was I'm true. I'm not going to lie. He was kind of a pimp. He, he uh, got more ass in toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, all respect to the uh, Charles family and everybody. But uh, but I think that's going to take it home for us. This is going to be uh, just a very short episode. But like I said, guys, we didn't want to forget about you in terms of getting you an episode and Don't making sure. Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. don't. Don't you? How many? Wait, how many times have you done that? Like, I actually was able to do that at one job where I was able to leave out and I had a speaker playing at a Beats. I remember I had a Beats Pills speaker playing, and I was walking out, and I literally walked out, and everybody was like cheering, and I literally did the freeze frame, and they're like, "What the fuck are you standing there?" I don't <laughs> oh, like, I've done that before when no one else is around, of course. What you got to do when people are around, man? Come on. I want people to think I'm nuts. It's not about being nuts, man. It's about being a true geek, man. You gotta gotta hone that shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to take it home for now. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. Uh, I am Markel. And I'm Ronnie. And this has been episode number 40 of the Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast. Once again, uh, tune in. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we have tons of guests that are going to be coming up. Uh, we're going to bring back prizes because we haven't given one yes. out in a very long time. Well, the prizes are now going to be tied into not only social media, but uh, YouTube as well. So uh, stay tuned, guys. We will be giving updates 
updates via social media and our upcoming uh, YouTube show as well. So for that, we're going to take it home and say, uh, just like we say with every episode, which is spay and neuter your pets. Uh, uh, eat your vitamins, say your prayers. Exactly. And uh, uh, look both ways before crossing the road. That's what uh, somebody else might get hit by a car and you might have to call the cops for them. Well, that's what happened to the fucking chicken crossing the road. Nobody wants to talk about it, but he got ran the fuck over. Uh, he got a, somebody <laughs> got a dial 911 so you could pick, it up, pick that scrap heat off the road. And cook that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys.